my friends and welcome back to the Sailor with Kayla podcast. My name is Kayla and this podcast is just designed to take a moment and pause in the presence of the Lord. Um, today we have a special episode. I know it's been so long since I've actually recorded an episode. So I figured I would come back with a very special episode with my friend Abigail. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, I've known Abigail for I don't know how many years though. Oh my gosh, five. I don't, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while yeah. since at least pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah. But, for real. Um, we've been serving together with the youth group. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, really yeah. just got into, yeah, experience Youth. group. Yeah, really, yeah, that's where we met and really started our friendship. Yeah, mm-hmm. leading, yeah, being leaders with kids. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you bond over that you for really sure after rally. <laughs> Some strange things. <laughs> strange things happen in youth groups and you just bond with the people. Oh my gosh. That's all. Yeah. Um, if mm. you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so, Abigail, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, my name is Abigail Drabeck. Um I love to share a fun fact that I have a laugh that sounds like a dolphin call. It's like echolocation. You can hear it miles <laughs> away. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm just so stoked to be on the podcast. Some f- things about me, um really love uh, just working with kids and youth. That's been a passion of mine for a while. Um, love to thrift, drink tons of coffee. We were just at a coffee shop before here. And um, yeah, just, yeah, I'm very stoked to be able to, yeah, just go um, to new places in our conversation with Kayla today. And yeah. Awesome. Um, so... Normally, when I do my podcast, I do... I do a little mental health check-in, um, mm. you know, so I'm checking in. How's your mental health? How's my mental health? Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> oh my gosh. Interesting. I love that. I would say I'm doing all right. All right. I think there's been, life has been, there's been highs and lows for sure. Um, the last month has been really difficult with some things and, um, I think it's interesting just like in when life gets super hard um like I think it's a unique opportunity to really get to lean in more in to trusting the Lord and I think it's really revealing um <laughs> to areas that we don't trust the Lord in right. and so there's this wonderful thing called conviction but also an even more wonderful thing called grace and so it's it's been a bittersweet season yeah thank you how are you doing? How am I doing? Well, let's see. I think currently I'm feeling good. Oh. Like the sun has been out. It's been nice and warm. And yeah. I'm feeling it. Feeling just, it? We just feel the seasonal depression just melt right off. I love it. I <laughs> love to hear it. <laughs> yeah. It's been good. Mm. Um, I know. I know. One of your favorite icebreakers with Ooh. the youth is to do highs, lows, and buffaloes. You remembered! Yes! <laughs> Always. <laughs> so, would you like to explain to the people oh. what a buffalo would be? Oh my gosh, I would love to. Thank you. <laughs> this is, yeah, definitely one of my favorite questions. So, high, lows, and buffaloes. Highs are obviously solid, good points, positive points. Um, positive moments, lows are obviously maybe not so great. <laughs> and then buffaloes are rememberable or awkward and embarrassing moments. So I love to ask people, what was your high-low and buffalo of the week? Um, because sometimes you just like, you got to reflect on your week, you know, to really grow. And um, and it's fun to do that in a silly way with adults and kids. And so, yeah, those are right. high-lows and buffaloes. So Kayla. What has been your buffaloes? Yeah, okay. what are some high lows and buffaloes? So <laughs> the highs. Um, my family and I we just got back from a vacation. Ooh, it was just a little getaway, um, but it was fun. It was good to spend time with them because I don't get to spend a whole lot of time with my family given my husband's work schedule. Mm. Um, so that yeah. was really good. Um, lows. Um, 
what has been my low? Um, <laughs> probably just parenting my toddler right now. That's real. She uh, feels big things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and trying to figure that out and navigate that has been a little bit of a challenge. So I would say that was a low. Um, Buffalo. Hmm. That's something memorable. And it, or embarrassing. Or embarrassing. I mean, if you want to <laughs> divulge that information. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so while we were going on our vacation, we got to the hotel and we were, we found the first elevator that we could find. We pushed the button, we were waiting for it. And then when it opened up, a staff member walked out of it, and she was all like, um, this is a service elevator only. And we're like, um, excuse me. What does that mean? It was like for employees only. Oh, wow. And then we're like, okay, that was awkward. And then we went to go find, you know, the guest elevator. (laughs) So we did that, pushed the button. A couple other people came up behind us, and they're like, can you push the down button? So we pushed the down button. We were going up. Um, And then the elevator opens up, but it's got, it's lit up to go down, but I didn't pay attention to that. I just got on the elevator. The people behind us were like, uh, that's our elevator. And I'm like, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is awkward. I think I'll just take the stairs now. <laughs> like, we had uh, some some elevator situations. Oh, sometimes it'd be complicated. One of my friends said she had to like key use her key card in order to activate the elevator. I was oh like, gosh. what is going on? Elevators. Man. They kind of freak me out, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I try not to think about what happens behind the scenes. Right? Too much. Oh, those are some solid high lows and buffaloes. How about you? Hmm. Um, lows? There's just been, like, lots of, like, uh, heavy stuff at work. And, um, just a lot of, yeah, like, just kind of sad news of people passing away around me. Mm. Um, so it's just been, like, a heavier, like, week of just being, like, whoa. Like, it just understanding the gravity that everything's impermanent. Not dwelling in it, but just being, like, aware of it. Um, and then I would say hi would be I've just really been um, very grateful lately just with um, how God has really blessed like, me with a lot of community in Menominee. Like, uh, I live here, like, my, all my family is up north, but it's just really, I've been really reflective of, like, how he's really given me a family here with you, with other people from the church, and with all these friends, um, some who I knew from college, some who I created um, via other jobs and stuff like that, and just other friends that I would have never dreamed of, you know, being paired with. And so just being very blessed that, you know, I have this really awesome community. Um, And so that's been just a a huge blessing. Um, And then Buffalo... Um, I'm trying to think of a buffalo for, usually I embarrass myself frequently. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think, um, what ones I can say on air. (laughs) (laughs) Um, buffalo of the week. Man, I feel like, I think... I guess the buffalo of the week is like super small, but me and my students are designing t-shirts for next year's like club t-shirt, and I was trying to describe to them where on the t-shirt the design would be, <laughs> and apparently my hand gestures like weren't well, didn't encapsulate the whole torso, <laughs> so um, I had and I work with middle schoolers, and so middle schooler middle school boys basically being like it's all about the chest 
Like, that's where we're putting the design. Like, it's all on the, like, I was just like, oh my gosh, guys. You know what I mean. Like, I had a picture up on the screen of what actual t-shirt looked like. But it was just like, you could see the confusion. And I gathered that. I was like, maybe there was confusion about it. Because, like, the way one boy looked at me, I'm like, why are you looking at me like that? Like, eyes <laughs> up here. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So that was probably just, like, more the oopsie of the week. But... I don't know. Usually I have more riveting buffaloes. So it's mm. been it's been a low-key buffalo season for me, wow. which is good, you know? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But That's something. Good. I know. So. We, we always joke that she's kind of like, um, I don't even know, like a movie. She's definitely, like, she lives in a movie. Yeah. She has the craziest stories always. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I do have a buffalo. The, the post, the um, coffee shop. Thing, but I might share that later. Okay. Yeah. That was the Buffalo of the Week, for sure. <laughs> that was the Buffalo of the Week. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Should we get into the topic? Yeah. Okay. So, I have been going through this thing. I don't know why I say it like that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm like, what is? What are you going through? I'm not going through anything. I was like, breaking. Um, Oh, I just feel like it's been put on my heart to um, have people share their testimonies, Mm -hmm. and because there's there's beauty in sharing your story and Mm. having people listen to it. People can find healing in it. You know, people like to relate to other people and not yeah. feel so alone. And I think telling our testimonies can do that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, Abigail, Ooh. I will let you have the floor. Ooh, you want me to tell my testimony? <laughs> I want you to talk about whatever God has been placing on your heart right now oh you know? spicy okay so it could I love it. it could love be your testimony current. from how you became saved but it mm-hmm. could be what he's been doing in your life this week you know i love that it's all powerful wow so. i love that okay well rad okay well um i think i'll share a little bit about yeah like what the lord has kind of been showing me recently um just with different things So, like, Kayla, your podcast is about, like, being present with the Lord and just, like, entering His presence and and receiving just that life and freedom and and, um, joy in in His presence. And so, um, one thing I've been really trying to, like, surrender the Lord and, like, feel like He's really been placing in my heart is, like, Abigail, I want you to be present where your feet are placed or planted. And you know me, I, I, I am like the wind, like I, I ebb and I flow and I'm everywhere. And yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and so it's like, I constantly want new adventures. I'm constantly like, like I have to send calendar invites most of the time for people to like spend time <laughs> with me. Cause I'm just like, I want to experience so much of life and I want to keep doing all these things. And, um, but in the process of that is like when you overly plan, you can plan out God's presence, you know, instant and and that's not cool, right? And I think we forget that we can invite God's presence into our plans, that no matter where we're at, no matter what we're doing, Holy Spirit's with us. And so it's like, hey, Holy Spirit, will you do today with me? Will you go into the grocery store with me? Will you help me at my job, yield my tongue and speak words of truth and love even when I'm not feeling it lord (laughs) and so like really inviting the lord moment by moment into my day and and especially when we do make our plans um surrendering those um there is a verse in proverbs 19 21 it says you can make many plans but the lord's purpose will prevail and that's pretty humbling um because uh i think so so many times um we think that we're we're the master makers you know like we're just like oh this is perfect right and um and that we forget to actually look towards the lord um and so i'll just share like a quick recent testimony um and then i have like um a scripture to kind of go along with it 
Um, so the last weekend or last Friday, so a week ago, um, I uh, made a plan to go to Elk Mound. It's a neighboring town to get my passport renewed and because uh, hopefully I'm going to visit my friend in Romania um, in the next year. And so I do that and I'm just, you know, talking to the person, asking if there's any local coffee shops in the area. And she pointed me to across the street and I was like, is that an antique store? What is that? And she's like, yeah, it is. And I was like, but where's the coffee? And she's like, no, it's in there. And I was like, okay. So I walk across the street and I'm instantly greeted by this group of old men playing cards. It just was hilarious. It was like, welcome. And they go into telling me about who won the card championship like how long they have been going here all this different stuff and it just instantly throws you back to this like moment of nostalgia where there's no phones it's like time isn't a thing probably because most of the people there were retired so they probably they don't have to worry about time too much um and just like simplicity and uh so I go up order my coffee and I just decide to start walking around and I just kind of got like overwhelmed because usually I love thrifting. Usually I love antiquing liquidation stores and like all over it. I love, I love something that tells a story and, and I'm looking around and it just like hit me that like so many of these things like was a part of somebody else's story and like, what, what do I want to leave behind? Like, what do I want to be remembered for? And some of my favorite things to do when thrifting is to find old Bibles. And actually the one Bible I use all the time now is a thrifted Bible to somebody else. And so I'm like, I don't, some people are like, that's not like they are superstitious. Like that's weird to have somebody else's Bible, but I'm like, I don't know. The Holy Spirit has it covered. And then I have somebody to pray to, or like not pray to, well, I'll pray to that person, but pray to, pray to God, but pray for every time I open my Bible. Um, and I'm just looking through all these old Bibles and it's cool. Cause you get to see like, um, all of their hopes, all of their dreams, all of these things, all these verses that stood out to them um, that they like left behind. And it's fun to see how like old the Bible is too. One was like from 1917, which I should have like bought because I was like, that's so cool. There's something really cool about old Bibles. Right? Like... Really gross and dirty though. My hands were so <laughs> gross after that. But, and so I like, you know, like was going to just plan on like doing some reading and then leaving and doing other errands that day. And so I sit down and I start, you know, reading this book and I just start journaling. Cause like, I was like, Lord, I feel like I'm supposed to talk to somebody. Like I want to hear somebody's story today. Or like you ask them that question, those old men, I was like, those guys look like they have a story. <laughs> and, um, and I'm just praying, God, give me an opportunity to connect with somebody. And sure enough, within minutes, this, elderly lady walks in sets her purse down to the seat next to me and then walks off and I was like okay I look like a friendly person maybe she's just leaving her purse near me because she's like she doesn't look sketchy she'll guard it you know it's like girl code you know with purses um and then sure enough one by one like another old lady like came in like a few minutes later and then a few minutes after that another one and all of a sudden this table I was sitting at that was completely empty was completely filled with all of these women. And it's not like there wasn't any other tables there. There was plenty of big open tables there, but they all sat at my table. And I was like, all right, Lord, mess. you are giving me <laughs> ample of opportunity right now. So I closed my book and I just start asking them questions. I start asking them about their lives and how they ended up here and silly questions like their favorite, um, stories about each other and stuff like that and and what their best piece of advice is that they've learned or implemented in their lives and just got them talking and and by the end of it I realized it was like three hours later we all had lunch <laughs> we wow. all went from strangers to friends and and I got to hear and and naturally when Jesus is so a part of our lives like he comes up in conversation and so I like they asked me questions too and I got to share a bit about my testimony about how I came uh, into relationship with Jesus and uh, a lot of that came from a hard place of like a lot of childhood hurt um, and just resentment towards my earthly dad who I then was left with a lot of anger and bitterness 
and and when I heard about the gospel, I like was just stunned at how much I needed the gospel just as much as my earthly dad did. Um, the night I like became a Christian, the youth pastor was talking about the Ten Commandments and how you shouldn't commit murder. And how he says, you sh Jesus takes it a step further and says you shouldn't commit murder in your heart. And that's mm -hmm. when I first understood what sin was. That's when I understood that I was sinful and I needed forgiveness and redemption. And that was the first time I really heard about a love that truly is like none other. Um, the love that Jesus gave when he died on the cross. And I was like, man, if this is real, I'm going to give it everything I've got. And, um, uh, and I wasn't a Christian at the time. I, I really didn't have much of a faith. I was 16. And, and I got to go in more depth about my childhood um, with my earthly dad, with these women. And one just got like brought to tears because she's in her late 80s still dealing with the childhood mm -hmm. trauma she has. And, and we got to talk about Jesus together. And we got to talk about forgiveness in the group as somebody else is still holding on unforgiveness towards somebody really close to them. And so just being open and transparent about what Jesus does in our lives is just so important because it's just like that offers people hope that their strength is not in their own. Like they don't have to rely on their own strength. Like God expects us to rely on his strength. That's how he created us is to be dependent on him. And so it was just this beautiful afternoon of getting to encourage one another and be real and then talk about the beautiful and radical grace of Jesus. And, um, and they invited me back. They're like, come back every Friday you can. And yeah, so I, I I'm obviously here this Friday, <laughs> but I'm hoping to make an appearance sometime again. And, and, and it just got me to thinking like, if I didn't sit at an empty table, leaving seats next to me, then like that wouldn't have happened if I just sat alone or if I left or all these different things. If I didn't leave room at the table, then I'm not allowing people to come take a seat at the table, whether it be in my own life. Mm -hmm. So that means saying no to being busy and carving out time for what I really value or whether that be at the table of Jesus, inviting people to come take a seat and get to experience his love and his grace. And so um, that's just some of the things that the Lord has been showing me. And it was such a gift because so often we think that God calls us to minister to people in foreign countries or in all these random different ways when in fact he gives us the opportunity to minister to people wherever we're at, doing the things we love and that he, and the desires we enjoy, right? Like he all created us with unique flavors, right? right. <laughs> and he knew that I love coffee and antiquing. And so he used this thing to draw me in, these things that I love, and just doing what I love, being who I am, was an opportunity to get to meet people and to love people and bring people in. And um, I uh, was reading in um, Luke 5, which I'm just going to read like a part of it, um, in the NLT version. Um, Luke 5. And it's talking about one day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, Simon Peter, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he was finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let your nets, uh, and let your nets to catch them. Wait, and let down your nets to catch some fish. And then Simon replied, Master, we have worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll, I'll let the nets down again. And this time their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat and soon the boats were full filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before the Lord and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they caught, as were others with him. His partners, James and Johns and the sons of Zebedee were also amazed. And Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid, for now you'll be fishing for people. As soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. 
the thing I love about this is that for one, Peter was he's a fisherman, so God used something that he knew and loved and obviously enjoyed to like deliver a message to him. I also love it because it also is a very humbling passage as Peter, he's an expert fisherman. He, this is his job. He knows what he's doing, right? Like, but uh he um uh had to be humbled by Jesus. Um <laughs> in this way because he he questioned he's called doubting peter i mean this is not his the first time he doubted jesus but <laughs> sorry which i relate to like peter i'm no judgment he's real. not yeah he's real no judgment um so yeah so he knew the waters and how fish worked well um and i love the part where it says jesus called peter to deeper waters um uh I wonder that just like Peter, how many things that God is calling us deeper to, whether like whether it be in a relationship with Him, whether it be with how we pursue people, like I believe that God is calling us to deeper waters. And you know what's funny is when we were at that coffee shop, that one the barista was like, "Sorry, I just dived deep there with you guys," <laughs> and we had yes. this deep conversation with him about God and about other things. And I love that because I was like. Yeah, dive yeah. deep, bro. Like, let's let's go there. Let's have real yeah. conversations. Let's meet people where they're at, whether it be in a coffee shop, whether it be wherever. Like, dive deep with people. Let's skip the small talk. Let's yeah. Don't yeah. No need for the shallow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. And and I want to give Peter credit because he doubted Jesus, but he still obeyed his direction. Which sometimes I think that when we doubt God, we think that that eliminates us from still following him and that's not the case right like right. and um and the one thing i like about peter is like like i said he was an expert fisherman and so sometimes we think we are experts in things so much that we've exhausted ourselves um out to the point of not experiencing god's love and expressing it because we're so worn out that we've eliminated our relationship with god um uh, uh, from being our main goal and reason for existence. And sometimes we get so caught up in what we already know and what we're doing in, and like all of these different things that we forget the main point is to dwell in the Lord's presence and to trust him and to follow him and to leave everything to follow him. And so like at the end of that verse, um, uh, it says, uh, now go out oh wait it says don't be afraid from now you'll be fishing for people and as soon as they landed they left everything and followed Jesus um, the thing about pursuing people and like being present where we're at is that like God was calling uh, the disciples to pursue people and they pursued people wherever they were at. It wasn't just one town. It wasn't just one people group. It was everybody. And, and, and in that, God used the gifts and talents that these men had and, and, and showed them more of the things that he's equipped them with. And I think sometimes we hold on to, well, I'm just known for this one thing or I can only do this one thing or I have this one plan that we kind of forget that, you know, God can do anything in his strength. And, um, and so one thing I just gathered from that verse is that, uh, often God's will isn't always safe or responsible <laughs> and often it's ridiculous and radical and often trusting Jesus is the most, well, actually no, trusting Jesus is the most reasonable thing you can do. Um, not the most responsible because it will cost you everything. And I think people don't realize that when they get in a relationship with Jesus, right? They're right. like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's... There's a lot of surrender. There's so much, you know, following yeah. Jesus. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and then I, and then in Proverbs it says, wise words are like deep waters. Wisdom flows from the wise like a bubbling brook. And then if you ever get a chance, 1 Corinthians 1 through 24 through 31, it talks about how Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. 
how we can get our wisdom from Jesus. We can get our strength from Jesus. Like that is where we actually work and live from. And so we don't need to be exhausting ourselves out with our plans, with our ways, rushing through life to the point where we're not experiencing what life actually is with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I would recommend reading that whole thing because it's powerful. Um, But I'm just really realizing that, um, yeah, God, like, is our strength, but he also wants to equip us with his strength and with a character and sometimes that comes through um, a lot of seasons of I don't knows, a lot of uh, times of looking foolish. Like God calls us to do crazy things, whether it be talking to a random person in a grocery store, whether it be leaving our jobs, whether it be quitting a financially um, stable place or moving across the country or or maybe it just might be a mindset because sometimes that is the biggest thing he calls us to is to quit a mindset of like self of doubting of like what is that called um like just beating ourselves up or like yeah um or being critical and stuff like that so it doesn't always have to be these huge uh tangible physical things um and yeah I guess the main thing I guess I'm really realizing is God doesn't want us to rally um more of our own strength he wants us to rely solely on his strength and wisdom and so and that helps me pause um being present in the moment just because it's like I don't know what I could I don't know what blessings I could also receive um like with the nets it not only blessed Peter's boat it blessed the boat next to them right and so it when we get caught up in service we often think it's all about whoever we're serving which it is I mean we are like trying to serve and love people but it's out in abundance of receiving that love um that we're having with God and, and those ladies equally blessed me um, as I, as my presence blessed them. They even said, like, <laughs> you were such a blessing today. Like, if this was just an encouraging day, getting to have deep, real conversations with a stranger and, and just getting to delight and laugh and also get really vulnerable about some really heavy things. And so you just don't know. Just You just don't know when just inviting the Holy Spirit into every moment and asking Him, Lord, move. Like, he's not going to fail you. And some, and there will be, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I might look like an idiot. <laughs> like, I don't know. I might get rejected. Likely you will. I have many times. <laughs> but you don't know. <laughs> I just think about when um, one of our coffee hangs with oh, no. some of the youth <laughs> girls. We did what they call a treasure hunt. Right? Yeah. Isn't that what they call it? <laughs> yeah. Basically, you just pray and a Holy Spirit shows you different things uh-huh. and you go and find <laughs> the person this sounds really crazy it does saying it out loud <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know it was it was a time mm-hmm. um, and I just remember being in the grocery store and we <laughs> thought we had the guy that we were supposed to go talk to yeah. we all felt it yeah and Nope. <laughs> he rejected me so hard. <laughs> he didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah. All it takes is a step of faith. Yeah. So good. Who knows? Maybe some seeds were planted. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible talks about how somebody recently um, shared with me just uh, somewhere. I think it's in Corinthians. I didn't write it down, but, um, just like how, like, I think this is Paul, but just talking about like, um, some plant seeds, some water, but it's up to God, uh, to yeah. make it grow. And, and it, it is surrendering that it's not about the Abigail show. It's not about what you can do, Abigail. You, I, God doesn't need me. He does not need me. He invites me to be a part of his plans. Um, cause it, like in the verse I shared earlier, th- those will prevail. And, and and so he doesn't want me or you or anybody to miss out on the, the blessings and the, the fun. Because there's genuine fun in serving the Lord and loving people. Now, it's hard. I'm not going to say that. I cry a lot sometimes. Right. <laughs> and so, like, there's, but there's genuine fun. And I think part of that is, is because it really allows us to experience the way God loves us. 
like heart wrench and all because mm-hmm. God gets rejected so much. He, right, yeah. he he was the first one to experience rejection with Adam and Eve in the garden, man. Right. And so like he and he's been rejected time and time again, but he still loves. He still has radical grace for us. And so it, it gives us an opportunity to get an insight in into our father's heart every day. Do I take it every day? No, I'll be honest. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm doing my best um, to try to hear uh, the Lord when in what I feel like He's revealing to me and showing to me where I'm at in each season. And I think we just have to have grace of, on ourselves of like we're not all knowing. We're doing our best to hear the Lord and to pursue people well and love them and and to receive that love. Yeah. So. Yeah. How do you, Kayla, what does being present with people in the moment look like for you? Well, I can tell you where I fall short in that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not really a people person. Um, Not that I don't love people, but I am more introverted. So it takes a lot for me to go and have conversations (laughs) with people and then I think about Sundays um if if you guys are listening to this and you don't know this I am a worship leader um so I have busy Sunday mornings um Mm -hmm. and if I'm not on stage singing I'm chasing around my toddler um so it kind of makes it hard to connect with people Mm. um so I can tell you where I fall short like, I know I need to be connecting with these people, but I feel like I don't have time yeah. or the energy to. Mm. Um, so I'm going to try to be better at that. Um, yeah, I want to connect with people. I want to have these conversations like we're having right now. Yeah. Because um, there's power in talking to people. Right. Um, I would say also in that, like, there's different seasons. I think God shows us with different seasons of where we should be putting our time and our energy. Mm-hmm. And we're in, we're in two different seasons. I'm, <laughs> I don't have kids. I, I don't have a husband. So I, I have more opportunity to freely flow wherever, <laughs> whenever, you know? And so, like, part of the... the people that you're called into is to raise your child up knowing the Lord loves her showing her that she can uh, trust him and freely move throughout her life with him and into making sure your marriage is solid and strong Mm -hmm. so that way wherever you go your family is a blessing and a unit to other people Mm -hmm. And, and, and in that like spending time with I think the way we can experience and connect with people doesn't always look the same and, and isn't always limited to a conversation. Yeah. It can be shown through actions. And for you, it can be shown through words as far as worship. You spent, you and the worship team spent hours on end rehearsing every week, mm-hmm. hours on him and planning playlists and, and even writing your own songs and things like that, speaking words of truth to make sure that those words are ministering in a biblical way to people's hearts. Um, so I wouldn't undercut. The ways that you are impacting people even if it doesn't look the same as how other people connect you still are and God's still using it thanks yeah <laughs> I'm gonna cry oh. <laughs> yeah. um, this all kind of reminds me of something God recently was showing me um, it was like he was telling me to let my camouflage down Ooh. Like, we weren't meant to just blend in with the world. We're not supposed to be... Yeah. We're not supposed to be like them, you know? We're Mm. supposed to stand out. um, What is it? Like, we're a city City on a hill. hill Like, like you don't put a thing over a light, a basket over a <laughs> whatever. Letter shade? Yeah, I think whatever. so. Some, yeah. Something, I don't even know. <laughs> Is that Matthew? I don't know. There's a verse in there. There's something, something like that. We're paraphrasing. 
what is that song that that Sunday school song is like? I didn't grow up in oh, Sunday this school. Light of mine. Oh, this little light of mine. <laughs> oh, it's like hide it under a bushel. No. Oh yeah, I'm gonna let it shine. I yeah, definitely didn't grow up in the Sunday school church scene, but mm-hmm. I think I know the song you're talking about. Yeah. Think, I'm gonna yeah. let it shine. Yeah. Let it shine, let it shine, I don't know too many, shine. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that one is one of the more popular. Um. So yeah, that being said, it's time to stop trying to be like the world. And what I mean is like, we shouldn't be afraid to talk about Jesus. We Mm -hmm. shouldn't be afraid to talk about how good God has been, you know? Yeah. Kind of like the guy at the coffee shop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, get it, man. (laughs) Get it. He went there. He was he like, I don't know if they're believers, but we're going to find out. We're going to talk about Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little southern here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that you brought that up because I had two other verses on here. And one was Romans 12, 2. And it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect and I just I just see a lot of promises in this is that like for any of us who are caught up and maybe in some like habits or mindsets and we're thinking we're the past of like we think we are caught up in the past or we don't think we can get a new heart or a new life in Christ like God promises to transform us and transform the way we think like he can break those like me- like mental health like um like I think when we invite Jesus into it, I think there's a lot of transformation that we see that we don't always see in the world. Not saying we can't use some of the world systems like therapy and medication and stuff like that, but I I think there's a whole nother wave of freedom that we experience through letting God transform our minds. Um, And then it says that you you will learn to know God's will for you. When we allow God to come in and transform our heart, it's a lot easier to know him, right? right? Like when we invite him in, of course, it's easier to get to know him and know his desires and like will for us. And it, and so for me, sometimes I'm like, God, what's going on? You know, like, like you know, just like pouting, you know, right. and just like, like what, what's like, what is your will for my life, Lord? And it's just, it's like, no matter what, Abigail, it's going to be good and it's pleasing and it's perfect. And his desire is to know us, to love us. And for us to love others like he loves us. Simple. So the details, yes, we get caught up in the details. But it's good to remind ourselves that his will is good, pleasing, and it's perfect. His will, his plan, not ours. Um, And then the other verse I had was Psalms 45. And it says, Many, Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you have planned for us. None can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. And when you were talking about testimonies and just sharing who you are, not camouflaging who you are, not camouflaging the ways that God has shown up in our lives, not camouflaging just the endless like things that he has done for generations from the beginning right. to now and forever. When we don't camouflage those things, it's like, they're like when we really reflect on all those things it's like we they're endless endless the goodness of god is endless and then and so i i hope to live a life where where i share constant testimonies of what i've seen god do in my life and what i've seen him do in other people's lives and hear what he's done in other people's lives so that way um uh yeah we can just like yeah bring glory and honor to him and just praise there's just such joy in reflecting on those things i like how yeah many lord are the wonders you have done and the things you plan for us like so good he's done wonderful things so far and will do wonderful things to come it's so Mm -hmm. rad it's worth talking about yeah right it's like oh my gosh yeah he's always up to something so it's like it's always fresh and new like, right. right, it's way more spicy than sports, you know, <laughs> or, 
or I don't know, trash TV, or, you know. It keeps life interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so good. So I guess my question is, what what are some of the deeper waters that you think the Lord is calling you to? Or maybe you don't know. Or maybe that's the question of the week of what deeper waters uh, maybe the Lord is calling me into. What deeper conversations. Uh, yeah. What, yeah. That's good. It's funny that you use the phrase deeper waters because mm-hmm. we're on Sunday. We're doing a song called Deeper Waters. Oh, are you? <laughs> oh. Lead my heart into deeper yes. waters. I'm not the worship leader here, but <laughs> there's definitely a reason why. Yeah. Aww. So. Oh, it's a solid song, man. Yeah. I know I am going to, personally, I know I, I really want to get better at connecting with people. Even if it's just a hello, if that's all I have time for. It's me. That's that's still something. A simple hello can go a long ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you never know what somebody's going through. Yeah. They could be having a terrible day and they could feel invisible. But you saying hello, it's like, wow, somebody sees me. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to get better at that, hopefully. Ooh, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just throw that out there. Um, yeah. Y'all can keep me accountable. <laughs> yeah. If, if, um, if you are listening to this and you're like, uh, she's not saying hello to people, <laughs> just be like, hey, remember what you talked about on the podcast? Right. Yeah. That's what I want to try to do. I like that. I like that. I like how you said just even if it's a moment, like, it's like when you're on the beach, there's so many grains of sand, but often most of our interactions with people is just a grain of sand in their life. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just a moment. And it's like, how do I want to make that count? You know? Because when you think about it, our life here on earth is like a grain of sand compared to forever with God. How do I want to make that count? Right. And, And I think a lot of what we think of as far as ministry or life or loving Jesus, a lot of that happens just day to day. Like it's not just the, not saying mission trips aren't important, not saying all these other things are important because they truly are. Mm-hmm. But how are we loving people outside of just the church walls? How are we loving them in real ways and just showing up where we're at, just like Jesus did, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I think we'll yeah we'll see just a, a lot of that. I think we'll be surprised at what fruit comes from that and like who we'll see in heaven because of that and getting to see just these beautiful just how God beautifully orchestrated how seeds were planted and grown and watered and just I just think about the fun and the party in heaven um from all of those things planted and just getting to witness the 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 connections like connect the dots like as a kid do you remember doing the connect the dots yeah some were easier than others i was like that was supposed right. to be a dinosaur and it became into a flower i don't know how <laughs> probably because i didn't listen to directions or <laughs> but like we're gonna get to see all how all of the dots get connected in heaven and how god's will comes together in his kingdom and it's just it's just gonna be so rad right. so yeah i'm stoked for it man like so stoked Right. Yeah, but we can we can also we can also delight in how we're seeing that here on Earth too. So we can party on Earth too. Yeah, so exactly. I'm all about it. Right. Yeah, on Earth as in heaven. Yeah. Oh, there right. we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Amen. Amen. Right. We can get excited about people. Yeah. Coming to Jesus, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh! For real. For real. Mm-hmm. Oh. You don't need to be, you don't need to be like a specific, you don't need to have a certain title Mm. to talk to people. You don't need to be a pastor or a worship leader or, you know, you don't need to be one of those people. You can, you can be you. Yeah. And you can still talk to people. You can still love people. 
So if you're like, I am nobody, I don't have any influence on anything, mm. that's a lie. Yeah, for um, sure. You interact with people every day, probably. Yeah, um, hopefully. You have some interaction. <laughs> if hopefully. not, get out there. You need human connection. Right. You weren't meant to be alone. Right. At all. So, you have a realm of influence. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be famous or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah, as a person who's been out of and in different ministries and positions, and now I'm not in like a, any technical ministry role, um, it's definitely been so cool to see how. God has just really like just allowed me to experience um, his love and just his freedom in moving wherever I'm at and just being like all right God in whatever season and whatever time and whatever position like thank you for the time that I've gotten to be and do there and what I've gotten to experience and I think we don't often we can hold on to just seasons well, like winter. Some people hate it. I love it. But in every season, there's something to be grateful for and something to grieve because there is a shift and there is a change. Mm-hmm. And so I think really our perspective in life and wherever we're at and whatever we're doing, we have a choice to be stuck in grief or or to be able to then like rejoice. And every season, there is a time for grieving. There is, and that is honoring. But to stay there is going to lead to a lot of sadness and death and and, and a lot of destruction. And it's Mm -hmm. not going to let you be able to move forward and enjoy what that season does have for you. And so my encouragement would be for anybody who who maybe has found their worth or their identity in maybe jobs or maybe in ministry or maybe in relationships. Like, I want you to be real with God and just bear your heart with him about like, man, my heart is grieved, bro. Like that's some of that sucked. And some of that was so good. Equally give God your praises. Look back. Cause it's not all bad. Sometimes it's so much easier to get focused on the bad and on the hurt, especially when you're doing stuff so intimately with people, as far as like helping and serving professions or areas, it can be so easy to get caught up in those feelings. And instead, I think God really just wants us to submit those feelings to him. And he gave them, he created them in him. He said they were good, but we need to yield them to him Mm -hmm. um, to really be able to move forward and experience them how he designed us to. Um, And so for me, that's something that I'm in reflected motive of like, Lord, help me be grateful for what that season was and is. Let me acknowledge like what I'm sad about, but give that to you so I can rejoice in the season now. Like I went for a walk this morning, got sunburnt. Uh, <laughs> I was out there for an hour. I was like, rip. Um, and I saw a patch of snow. And for a slight second, I was like, I'm so sad. Winter is over. But I'm like, but Lord, you have good things coming. You have good things coming. Um, and so I have like the opposite effect where usually people get sad in the winter. I get sad in the summer. it's weird it's weird but i'm like believe i'm like no lord like i'm gonna rejoice like you know in in the new in the season and believing you to move forward so yeah my encouragement would just be be honest with the lord but also don't discount what praise can do and how gratitude can really shape your heart and life Mm -hmm. and perspective because it is a weapon joy is a weapon and um and, and it really helps you uh yeah be able to live in the moment and press forward um like uh yeah was it the joy of the lord jesus endured the cross or what are you like i don't know what's quoting that but jesus is truly um uh yeah our ultimate joy and so put your eyes on him and it'll help you get through whatever season you're in and also be present in that too so yeah he wants to spend time with you not just your good times and not mm. just your bad times. He wants all of it. Mm-hmm. The yeah. mundane, the stuff that's boring. Like, he just wants to be a part of your life. Yeah. Um, I know every night, Addie, Addie's my daughter, we have a bedtime routine. Aww. And we, we, um, we pray. We just pray for everyone that she'll list off. 
and so she'll list off one of her friends and we'll pray for them and then she'll Aww. list off another friend and we'll pray for them and then she'll list off a friend that she's already listed off before and I'll be like okay we prayed for them already but maybe they need more prayers <laughs> <laughs> so an extra scoop of prayer <laughs> power <laughs> like I don't know it's like we're doing the same thing every night mm. but it's still beautiful mm-hmm. you know you could easily get bored with it like okay we've already prayed for them mm. let's move on but no it's I don't know it's it's a special special time when you realize that nothing like it doesn't have to be exciting and we don't need to be crying every time we pray for right. somebody, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Does that make sense? For know? sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Prayer doesn't have <laughs> to look like, like you said, a really high highs or really low lows. It can be like kind of like the sweetness of just like being in a car with a friend. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to say anything. And honestly, that is what prayer is. It's just being in the presence of the Lord and like just being there with him. Sometimes it's not about asking or requesting anything. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's just being there with him and, and like being like, I'm here, Lord. I'm open. I'm available. If you have something to say, something to show me, I'm here. I want to be with you. That's yeah. what I care about. Not what I can get from you, but right. just be with you. You know? like So, yeah, it can be super simple. And I think God, I think he prefers that, actually. (laughs) He's real, you know? Yeah. Like, if we're just going to God when we need something, it Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like it's that good of a relationship, you know? Like, if you were friends with somebody and they Mm -hmm. only ever called you up when they needed, like, I don't know, can you give me some money for gas or... Mm. can I borrow your computer? Yeah. (laughs) Random things. If they were just coming to you with needs all the time, would you feel like you were connecting with them? It'd be a one-set relationship. It wouldn't be much of a relationship. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think he wants all of it. Mm Mm-hmm. I think you'd also be surprised about how uh, there, like, when you go to Jesus, like, he first encounters us with grace. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean he won't call you out and up with truth, love, grace, and truth, because that's what real people do when they love you, right? Because mm-hmm. um, he wants you to be transformed. He wants, and that happens daily, like. I, I, I pray that I never am the same person I was the day before. pray that I, I continue to become more like Jesus every day. And so sometimes I think we are too hard on ourselves and be like, oh, I'm so far from, Je- like, from Jesus and I'll never be perfect. And God's not asking you to be perfect. God's asking you to know him and allow him to transform you to become more like him. Um, and so he doesn't. He never expects you to be perfect. He expects you just to be present with him mm-hmm. and and to seek him and and it's like hide and seek, you know. Like wasn't it Stephen, our pastor, was talking about seekers find? I don't know. Was that it? Maybe. Oh, I am misquoting <laughs> Stephen. I'm sorry, <laughs> but just like hide and seek, like um, like he'll always find you. He'll always meet you where you're at. So um, he's not hiding. We sometimes hide, but he's not hiding, you know? Like, are we truly hiding? Yeah, right. No, he's like, I can see like you. everything, but... Oh, I was... Last time I was home, I was playing hide-and-go-seek with um, my nephew, and uh, he just so obviously was hiding in the coat closet, and, like, you could see his leg pop out, and he's laughing so hard. So you can not only, like, see him... But you can also hear him, and he is just losing his mind. Like, he can't wait for the anticipation of me possibly finding him. 
And, um, and it's just so funny because sometimes I think God's like, <laughs> like, I think he has that same, like, you're so foolish and cute and sweet at the <laughs> so same cute. time. You know what I'm saying? I think he has that same level of like, you're hilarious. You think that I don't know what's going on or where you are. I hear you. I see you. <laughs> and so, but it wasn't like, oh no, you're so ridiculous. Like, it was like, you're just so funny. I so love you. Like, bless your heart, bud. <laughs> like, like you just, so like, and so I think God has that same thing of like, he's so like, I saw Noah. I, um, I heard him. God sees you. He hears you mm-hmm. even when you're hiding. And so let him, let him come to you. Right. Let him come to you. And you don't need to feel shame. No shame. Mm-mm. There's no There's no room for shame. Yeah. What's that yeah. verse? Your favorite verse? There's no condemnation. Oh, yeah. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Yeah. Jesus. I don't know what the reference is. <laughs> I'm really bad at references. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I remember, like... Mm-hmm. The idea of the verse, you know? Yeah. But, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite verse is Psalms 9:10, which is, um, uh, those who know your name, Lord, put their trust in you, for you do not forsake those who seek you. Like, maybe you're seeking God. Maybe you're looking for him. He's right there. He's not going to turn his back on you. He's not going to be like, I'm appalled by you. I want nothing to do with you. He's... He's going to scoop you up um, with open arms and just delight in who you are and and that you're home with him. And so, yeah, so you can put your trust in him because uh, he is faithful and he's consistent and he's loving and he is kind and um, he has nothing but good for you. And so lean into that. Lean into that. Don't lean away. Um, Lean into it. So it's the best thing ever hard but the best well this conversation has been really encouraging <laughs> I wanted to like um, just cry over you because <laughs> it's like ministering to me as <laughs> we're trying to minister to all these other people it's you Aww. know helping me too um, before we go I would like to ask you mm-hmm. Abigail um, so my podcast is about taking a moment to pause in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> How do you do that in your life? How how are you able to pause and just spend time with him? What does that look like for you? Ooh, that's a great question. I think for my friends and family, they're probably going to be like, does she pause? <laughs> <laughs> I do some. I think pausing looks differently for me than most people. <laughs> um, I, honestly, it looks like a lot of different things. Like I said, I'm a person who loves to be, to move um, and, uh, and just to be experiencing a lot of different things. And a lot of the ways I experience, I feel like uh, God is through different environments and yeah opportunities whether it be skydiving or boxing or different things like that but for me it looks like sometimes it it looks like for me being able to intentionally plan out i call them date days with god and uh yeah and so i'm like which i i was thinking i was like i have to plan a day in my calendar for to go on a date day with god um and a lot Oftentimes, it will just bring me to doing different things that I do enjoy, whether it be hiking or just, or just even with the coffee shop, you know, like that was kind of like a date day with God. Yes, I had to get my passport renewed, but like just having days where just letting, just doing a day with God, you know, like, I mean, I do every day with the Lord, but it's just being intentional about seeking him and trying to hear him, maybe going to him with certain questions, but also just doing things that are fun, like you would with a physical dad being present or a friend. And so I just find so much joy in that. Like I've gone on so many hiking adventures and mishaps and things like that that have <laughs> led to these crazy things and pe- meeting these crazy people. And so, um, so I think being in the, like me- being intentional, encountering God's presence is. Um, like being purposeful with planning date days with him and then it also looks like just daily like trying to set up a habit of meeting him um, whether it be via his word because his word is truth 
And so in order to get to know my Heavenly Father, I need to spend time learning about my Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that ebbs and that flows. I've been trying to flip my schedule from being a night owl to a morning owl. So that's been a learning curve. <laughs> the 4 a.m. workouts. The 4 a.m. workouts um, versus maybe working out yeah, at 8 p.m. Because, yeah, I just thrive more at night. But in order to connect with people, most people are available at night versus, you know, in the morning. So, um, yeah. And, and I think, yeah, just for me lately, I've been trying to be really intentional about putting words of truth and reminders of who God is um, around my apartment. And it looks silly, but I remember in college when things were really tough, I had these like ugly, not aesthetic at all, but ugly index cards, bright neon colors (laughs) on like the ugly popcorn ceiling that I smoked my head on every day above my (laughs) lofted bed um, with just like scriptures and words of truth to remind me of who God is, how he sees me, and how to invite him into my day. And I was like, man, there was something about seeing those things every day. So I have some in my cupboards because the girls got to eat. I have some in my bathroom because I spend plenty of time there. Um, Most of my phone calls with my friends are in the bathtub, honestly. It's like my my availability time is to talk in the tub. So it works. Yeah, so if you hear bubbles... (laughs) <laughs> That's why there shouldn't be bubbles, I guess, in the tub. <laughs> a bubble bath? Well, I was thinking farting, but... <laughs> so, I mean, whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, if, you know, poor man's jacuzzi, just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, and, yeah, by my light switches and stuff like that. And so that helps me take a moment. And at work, I have the same thing. I have words and scriptures written in different places in my work and just physical things to remind me to seek the Lord's face. And um, just because, like, I need that reminder daily. Like, I, like I'm, I need to, yeah, like, we get so caught up in our work, in our job, in meal prepping, in whatever, in our house chores that we forget to seek God's face. And to whether it be, like, even... One I'm going to put up is like 30 second like dance party where it's like just dance, like just be silly with God, you know, just like delight in him, praise him, stuff like that. It doesn't always have to be these super insightful, deep things. It's just like dwelling in his presence and in in the joy he gives us. Um, And so those are just a few things that I do to kind of encounter the presence, his presence um, throughout my day. And so some of it looks more active and some of it looks more quiet. Like I love being in the woods and alone like because that really helps me be undistracted from everything and so I think there's a lot of sweet moments that come from that but throughout my day-to-day those are some things that help me um, really seek uh, his heart and so yeah I love that yeah. thank you for sharing maybe some other people will get inspired and they'll have little dance parties and pieces <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. yeah I love Aww. that well, do you have any other last thoughts? Um, yeah, I have a challenge. Okay. I challenge anybody who listens to ask themselves, what are some deeper waters Jesus may be calling me to? And then to grab a friend or somebody else and ask them what their high lows and buffaloes are. Because that's a great way to be present with where you're placed. And then also to um, ask God where he may be bringing you to. So, yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Well, if you guys do that and you have some cool stories, I would love to know about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It would be great. Well, I guess. I guess this is it. I don't know. I don't know how to end these things anymore. Thank you for having me on. I don't know either. You're welcome. Thank you for being on. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Well. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Hopefully it won't be another bajillion months. (laughs) (laughs) What? Love you all and bye. Bye.